copy of God's Word out, please, and turn to Psalm 118. We are not going to be using the screen today. We're going old school, so be sure to have a copy of God's Word. I want you to concentrate with me on a verse of Scripture today, Psalm 118. If you find uh, your spot there in Psalm 118. Dr. Cliff Arnall, a British psychologist, has developed a formula to determine the worst day of the year. A formula to determine the worst day of the year. One factor is the time elapsed since Christmas, when the holiday has given way to the reality of credit card bills. Gloomy winter weather, short days, and the failure to keep New Year's resolutions are also a part of Dr. Arnall's calculations. One year, January the 24th, January the 24th received the dubious distinction as being, and I quote, the most depressing day of the year, end quote. And it said it usually falls around that time. And that means you've only got about three weeks before it comes. Uh, if it usually falls around January the 24th. You know, of course, that Christians are not immune to bad days, depressing days and all the rest. You know that, right? So today I want to help us all. I want to talk about how not only to have a great day, but I want to talk about how to have a great year. Because a year is really just a bunch of days strung together. How can you have a great year this year? I assume that everybody here wants to have a great year. I haven't met many people who say, you know what, preacher? I hope I have a horrible year this year. Uh, I hope it's the worst Uh, My top resolution for this new year is to be a big fat failure in every sense of the word. I haven't met many people like that. No, usually this is a time of optimism and resolution and, and positive steps. But somewhere along the line, for a lot of folks, the optimism turns to pessimism and the resolution turns to regret and the positive steps are no more. Why? Well, I think many things contribute. Uh, to that happening in our lives. But I believe fundamentally it's because we forget to include the Lord in our plans. We try to go forth in a new year or a new month or even a new year in our own strength and our own wisdom. And ultimately the flesh fails us and we fail. Now, please understand when I talk about having a great year this year, I'm not talking about a perfect year. I'm not even talking about a pain free year. And I'm not even talking about a year where everything goes well for you or goes our way or goes the way you want it to. I'm talking about having a truly great year, regardless of what happens in our life, regardless of what we experience, regardless of pain or sorrow, whatever may come. I'm talking about having a truly great year. If we're going to have a great year in 2016, we're going to have to take it one day at a time. And we're going to have to make a choice. Every day, day by day, we're going to have to make a choice. And it's a choice based upon the truth of the word of God. Well, let me show you what I'm talking about. You're in Psalm 118 by now, I hope. And I want to concentrate on just one verse of scripture today. And in fact, it's probably a familiar verse to many. In fact, maybe a lot of you have even memorized this verse. We're going to look at it in maybe hopefully a fresh way uh, today and kind of look at it in regards to how to have a great year. I'm talking about Psalm 118, verse 24. Verse 24, where the Bible says, This is the day that the Lord has made. 
we will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, I know we're not doing the Joshua Code anymore, but I think that's one of the Joshua Code verses, wasn't it? So if you remember that one, or if you want to cheat and read it out of your copy of the Word of God, that's fine too. But let's just say that verse out loud. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, I'd like to submit to you today that if you want to have a great year, every day you're going to have to choose, you ready, to remember and rejoice. Remember and rejoice. If you want to jot those words down, we're going to talk about those words. Every day you're going to have to choose, make a choice, a conscious choice to remember and rejoice. Now, remember what? This is the day the Lord has made. You've got to remember that every day. This day, today, is a day that the Lord has made. It's a gift to us from His gracious hand. We're here, what? What is this? January the 3rd, right? This is the day the Lord has made. I love what Adrian Rogers said. Adrian Rogers said, since God made today, it is precious. And we need to value today and every day as something precious. We are eternal beings created by and for the eternal God. This makes time more than just a fleeting commodity. Because of who we are, there is something of eternity in every minute we live. Each day we need to choose to remember that this day, today, the Lord made it and the Lord gave it to us. But think about that a little bit more. If that's true, and it is, if he made it, it reminds us that he is the creator. And not only is he the creator, it reminds us that if he made the day, then he has great power. I mean, who else can make a day? You ever met anybody that can make a day besides God? No, no one can make a day but God. And so he's the creator. He has all power. He's the one that made today. But not only is he the powerful creator, it also reminds us that he is in control and he's in charge. Why? Because he made today. He's the creator, he's the sustainer, he has all power, he's in control, and he's in charge. Now imagine if you chose every day of 2016, from this point onward, you chose to remember this truth. You said to yourself, imagine you get up in the morning, I know you're groggy and look terrible, but you get up in the morning, right? Your hair's all over the place, your eyes are maybe, you barely can get them open, your breath could kill, you know, anybody. But here it is, you choose to remind yourself every day of this truth. Self, you talk to yourself, self-remember. God is in control of today. God's in control. Why? Because this is the day that he has made. He's the creator. He has all power. He's the one that made this day. He gave it to me. He's in control. He's in charge. Now, doesn't that truth put things in a different light? It brings a fresh perspective, doesn't it? You're going to need this tomorrow. You're going to need it tomorrow for sure. Tomorrow's Monday. You're going back to school. Some of you are going back to work. Life gets back to normal tomorrow. Maybe for some it already has. I reckon it means that if he's in control, then I'm not in control. And you're not in control. And boy, doesn't that bring a load of relief off of us? I'm not in control. You're not in control. God is in control. We don't have to control. We can't control. We simply yield ourselves and submit our lives each day to his control.
We need to remember this truth. God has made this day. He's the creator. He's the sustainer of it. And he is powerful and he's, he's in control. And that's true. Listen, every day you can go in your calendar, take your new, beautiful 2016 calendar. And on every single block on that calendar, you could write this and it would be true day made by God. Day made by God, because he makes it every day. Now, you must choose to remember this. It's a conscious choice. How you choose to remember, it's up to you. You can post a note. You can make a sign. You can set an alarm on your phone when you get up in the morning. However you choose to do it. In fact, you may have already noticed that this verse is on your calendar reminder magnet that we gave you. That's the verse we have on there. Psalm 118, verse 24. But you need to remind yourself every day that this day, today, no matter what's going on, no matter if I'm looking forward to it or not, no matter if it's going to be a hard day or an easy day, a sad day or a glad day. This day today is a day that God made. God graciously gave it to me. He's in charge. He's in control. And I can trust his precious hand. But there's something else. There's another choice. Remember, we said you need to choose to remember and what? Rejoice. Remember and rejoice. We have to choose to remember and rejoice. Now, we see the rejoicing part in the second part of the verse. It says right after this is the day the Lord has made. It says what? We will rejoice and be glad in it. Do you notice the absolute resolve of the psalmist as he writes this? There's no question about this. It's a statement of fact. It's a choice. It's a decision. It's an act of the will. He says, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, how can he say this? How can we say that? How can we say that we will rejoice in a day when we don't know what the day is going to hold? I mean, to get up in the morning and say, this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to remind myself of that today. This is the day you've made, God. You've given it to me. I choose to rejoice and be glad in it. How can I say that? I mean, that day may bring to me sorrow. It may bring sickness. It may bring sadness. It may bring loss and pain and tears. How can we say we will rejoice and resolve to rejoice we don't, when we don't know what the day will hold? Well, beloved, we can rejoice because we know who holds the day and who holds us. That's how. It goes back to the first part of the verse. Notice we're not told to rejoice till we're told who made the day. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Remember that joy is different from happiness. Happiness depends on what happens. And in any given day, you can go from hour to hour and one day you're happy and one day you're not. And one hour you're happy and one, one hour you're not. It depends upon what happens. But joy is found in Jesus. And joy doesn't depend upon what happens. Joy is found in Jesus. We can choose to rejoice and be glad in the Lord. And in each day he gives us. Why? Because we rejoice in the Lord who gave us the day. It, it reminds us of Philippians 4.4. 4. A lot of you know that verse too. It says rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. See the rejoicing, the joy is found in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Our joy must be found in Jesus Christ. And we can choose to rejoice in the Lord regardless of what's going on in our life. And by doing so, we can be glad in the day that he has made. We say, Lord, I rejoice in you. You made today. You gave me today. I'm going to choose to rejoice. I'm going to choose to joy in Jesus and joy in this precious gift that you've given to me. You know, sometimes on those horrible days, 
It's going to take a change of focus to get us to the point of rejoicing and gladness. You ever had those horrible days? Nothing goes right. Nothing goes your way. We're going to have to look away from whatever horrible things are going on in our lives and look to the Lord. As I was studying this out, Warren Wearsby noted that the Jews, they sing this song at at Passover. They sing Psalm 118. Now, this is the hymn book of the Bible, by the way. This was their hymn book. And they sang Psalm 118 at the Passover. So he said Jesus also sang this song before he was crucified. Can you imagine saying on your way to Calvary? To die on a cross, this is the day which the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. He said, that's another way of saying, not my will, but your will be done. If Jesus sang this song, we should sing it also. And Wearsby said, when you're having one of those bad days, you have to heed this verse by faith. By faith. The psalmist was going through battles and difficulties, yet he was able to say, if God put this day together, I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. Even though I may not see the blessing now, eventually, by faith, I'll be able to say it all worked together for good. Isn't that what the Bible says about those of us who know Jesus? And God works all things together for good. Romans 8, 28. So I'll say it now. I'll go ahead and say it now. This is the language of faith. This is faith speaking, starting every day with a choice, a choice to remember, a choice to rejoice is a step of faith. It means that no matter what comes, I'm going to choose joy. Tears may fill my eyes, but joy will fill my heart. Why? Because my joy is found in Jesus Christ alone. And no matter what's going on, I will choose to rejoice in Jesus. Rejoice in Jesus. And don't misunderstand. That doesn't mean you can't cry and you can't hurt and you can't sorrow and you can't grieve and you can't heal from sickness. All those things are a part of life. But it means even in the midst of all those things, I'm choosing joy. I'm choosing to rejoice in Jesus. But this is a choice that we've got to make on a daily basis. Let's be more honest about it. We've got to make this choice on a moment by moment basis, don't we? There's a lot of stuff out there that can, can steal your joy. There's a lot of people that want to steal your joy. And there's a lot of things you could allow to steal your joy. So on a moment by moment basis, I've got to choose to remember and rejoice. Remember that this is the day the Lord has made. He's in charge. He created it. He's in control. Therefore, I choose to rejoice in him. And I choose to rejoice in this day because he made it and he gave it to me. I don't know if you've made any resolutions this year or not. I don't know if you're into that or not. Um, but imagine if you resolve with God's help to live out this verse of Scripture. If somehow you reminded yourself every day, you reminded yourself every day to remember this great truth and to rejoice in the Lord. Somehow you found a way to remind yourself each and every morning that self today is the day that God has made. He's in control. He's given me this precious gift. Therefore, I will rejoice in him and I will rejoice in it. And imagine if you did that for a day, you did it tomorrow and then you did it for a week. Then you did it for a month and then you did it for a year. I'd say if you did that in 2016, you'd have a great year, a truly great year. Why? 
Because though it may be tough and rough in some areas, and though there may be sickness and sadness and sorrow, it would be truly great. Why? Because you chose in the midst of all that's going on in your life, the good times and the bad times, you chose to remember God and rejoice in him. I say that's a way to have a really great year, wouldn't you? A man was drinking his coffee, reading his newspaper one morning, and he was paying no attention to his wife at breakfast uh, that morning. Can you imagine that? But uh, she leaned over and she pulled down the newspaper he was reading, uh, looked into his face and said, I bet you don't even remember what today is. Well, panic flew through this man, as he thought for a moment, and he quickly tried to cover himself. And he said, of course I do. Do you think I could ever forget? Well, that day at noon, his wife received a dozen roses. Later in the day, she received a gorgeous black negligee. And then later in the day, she got a large box of chocolates. Well, when the husband came home that evening, there was soft candlelight glowing throughout the house. And the table was beautifully set with linen tablecloth and uh, fresh cut flowers and, and soft music was playing in the background. And his wife was dressed to the nines. They had a romantic meal together. Afterwards, she came over to her husband and she gave him a wonderful kiss and said, sweetheart, I want you to I want to thank you for making this the most wonderful Groundhog Day I've ever had. (laughs) You know, some of us struggle to remember special days, don't we? We struggle to remember and distinguish Groundhog Day from anniversaries. But let me give you some help. Go ahead and recognize that every day is a special day. Every day is a special day. It's the day the Lord has made, so rejoice and be glad in it. Have a great new year. Every day choose. Choose to remember and choose to rejoice. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, thank you for your grace and your glory and your mercy and your love. And thank you for this day. We acknowledge that you're the one who created it. You're the one who sustains it. You're the one who gave it to us. You're all powerful. You're in charge and you're in control. This is the day that you have made. It belongs to you. But you've given it to us. And so, Father, help us each and every day to take a step of faith. And say with the psalmist. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. Father, I'm reminded that there are those that are no longer with us here today. Many that you've taken home to glory. And we're reminded that there are those who would love to be here today. But cannot because of various sicknesses and sorrows. And yet you and your goodness, you've not only given us this day, you've given us this moment in this service to worship you and sing praise and to pray and to give and to do these things that would bring honor and glory to you. May we never take for granted the time you grant to us here. We're looking forward, Lord, to heaven. We're looking forward to eternity. But Lord, we have this moment that you've given to us. And you desire for us to live this day, this moment, 
for your honor and your glory. So I pray that you would help us, Father, with your, with your help. That each one of us here would make a conscious choice that this year, each day, we're going to choose to remember and rejoice. Father, I love you. We love you. We praise you and we thank you. And we pray this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Our closing hymn, as I said earlier in the service, you may not know it, but it's a great Charles Wesley hymn. And I was, I was thinking about an appropriate closing hymn. I thought, well, this is the one. And so if you don't know it, we'll learn it together. But rejoice, the Lord is King. Your Lord and King adore. Rejoice, give thanks and sing and triumph evermore. Lift up your heart, lift up your voice. Rejoice again, I say rejoice. Anybody know that one here? One, two, okay, a handful of us know that one. And so if you don't know it, learn it with us. And as we learn it together, as you know it better and better, sing it out today. Rejoice, the Lord is King. 197, let's stand and sing.